Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Katie Neal. Welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week, we had Brian Kelly join us for the Superstar Power Hour. And Brian is slash was one half of Florida Georgia Line. The two are taking time right now to pursue solo music. But I do think that at some point they will probably reunite. Brian is so excited and so passionate about all of the new music he's been working on. And it was just really fun to like see him talk about all of that. He just released a new single, which was written by Hardy, a name that you know as well as David Garcia, whose name you may not know, but he's written a bunch of songs for Carrie Underwood, as well as Hillary Lindsay, who's written a ton of songs. The song is called See You Next Summer, and it is just a great summertime bop. We got to talk all about that song. We got to talk about Brian's love life, his clothing company that he and his wife Brittany started. It was just, it was a really great hang, and I hope you enjoy my combo with BK. Brian Kelly is here hanging out with us all this week on the Superstar Power Hour and on the Katie and Company podcast. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. So happy to see you. I saw that you guys um, just got a new Airstream for the summer. Are you excited to get out and use that? We're fired up. Um, We feel super lucky, super blessed. This is kind of a, a crazy thing. So one of the last FGL shows last year, we played for Camping World. And I believe it was Thor Industries, who's a, a dealer. I think it was somewhere in Ohio. Could be wrong. <laughs> but part of the booking, and we didn't know this till like probably a week out from the show. It was kind of a surprise. We got contracted for the show. And it was like a kind of a private camping world. All their vendors, all their dealers, mm-hmm. everybody was invited to the show. And when we got there, or like a week before, you know, the head guy that hired us was like, y'all can pick out a camper, an RV, or like what? a Sprinter van thing. And... They had some Airstreams there, and me and Brittany were like, what about an Airstream, you know? And they're like, heck yeah, we'll build one for you. So we were just blown away, you know? And we were, you know, right during COVID, probably before, right before uh, I made my first solo album, Sunshine State of Mind, we were looking at possibly like a fifth wheel or an Airstream. Mm-hmm. And so fast forward a couple of years later, we got one for free in a sense. That's so, so pretty, fun. Pretty did you get wild. to like customize some stuff in it? Like what did you guys put in there? That it's not too crazy been? right now. We, I mean, we got to pick like, we picked the international version. We've got like a, you know, like a wood, wood floor, kind of a lighter interior. We may, we may add some additions at some point, yeah. you know, maybe like hang some things on the wall. You can do a lot with like blankets, maybe some, oh, yeah. some like a couple <laughs> I'm plants. sure Brittany will decorate it. It'll look beautiful. She's going to have it. <laughs> beautiful it already it already looks like amazing yeah, but so. that'll be like what a fun thing to like use and get away or like just take with you anywhere you're going We're fired up i mean yeah. shoot i'm not i'm not opposed to you know if we have a one-off show or something just 
taking the truck in the airstream right. instead of busing it, you know? <laughs> That'll be awesome. Never I, know how I'm going to show up. <laughs> exactly. I was so excited to have you in this week because we got to tra- chat for just a few minutes on the red carpet at the ACMs. Yeah. And I was just, I felt so excited for you for how passionately you were talking about this new music that you've been working on. So talk about, because now since the ACMs, the song has come out. See you next summer. Talk about this a little bit. Yeah, I'm just fired up. You know, it's been a, it's been a, just a really great process from this first album to kind of where I'm at now. Been writing for months. And, you know, between myself and my whole team, management and label all included, you know, we kind of collectively put our heads together and, and just said, hey, let's get on my time. Let's get on our own time. And I might have mentioned that on the red carpet, but it was integral in getting me to a point where, there's no hurry to service to country radio, you know, the wrong first single, number mm-hmm. one. And so we just, I just was like, man, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to hurry. I'm not going to worry. I have confidence in myself. I have confidence in my team. I have confidence in the writers that I'm in the room with. I have confidence in my A&R team bringing me outside songs that I'm going to love. And so it was just a really fun, creative time with just kind of putting my head down, working my butt off, Yeah, you know? And so... Call it grind season, um, you know, because not I didn't really play many shows. It's mm-hmm. you know you're always kind of working, no matter if you're doing writing season or yeah. working uh, or playing shows. You're always kind of working, like I said. But it's just been an amazing process, and I'm just super grateful that we just kind of had that plan. Yeah. Um, and see you next summer. You know, it was an outside song that my A and R team, Allison and, and Carly, had set aside and. They found that song, I think it's only maybe a couple years old, and um, I know it was passed around town, and it never landed with anybody, and it's just crazy how that happens, you know, it landed with me, and every 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 line that went by, I was like, man, I have lived that song, I am living that song, my, my wife, we're going on 10 years being married, you know, she's from Jackson Lake, you know, Georgia, oh Flowvilla, Georgia. What a coincidence. And so it's like... It's almost Jacksonville, and yeah. I just thought that was so clever. I've never heard of Jacksonville, Georgia. I know Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Florida, because yeah. I grew up an hour from there. And just a well-written song, a story that is is just real. You know, some are looking for summer love, for sure, yeah. but there's a lot of us that are looking for that forever kind of love, and that's what I have exactly. with Brittany, and that's what that song is. You know, with this solo outlet, I want to do it the right way, and I think part of that for me, now that it's like a a real, real thing, I've talked about it before, but like having the kind of Garth and Kenny Mm -hmm. mindset of, yeah, we're going to write as many songs as we can, and hopefully as many of those make the album, but like, we welcome outside songs and I think that's awesome and I think I love supporting the songwriting community nothing beats that no not and at all so, and I have to I have to say like the the star power of the songwriters behind this song if people don't realize Hardy mm-hmm. David Garcia who's written like everything that was huge for Carrie Underwood and Hillary Lindsay who's written practically everything in town so yep. like that those are three huge people who brought this amazing song to the table so like good for you for having that mindset and kind of like setting aside like I've done this thing writing and now I, I want the best song to win yeah no doubt best song wins and and I mean I'm sure some other artists would agree that our song or you know songwriters and artists that do both but there's just something awesome about connecting with a song that you didn't write that you feel like you did mm-hmm. and your only job with that is to sing it exactly when you're show up and you're grinding and you're writing and your session and you're sometimes doing two days one at from one from 10 to 1 1 and then two to six or 6 30 you know it's a different kind of well I hope I got some good dang good yeah. ideas I hope I'm inspired because <laughs> You know, you you have to get there. Mm -hmm. And I like writing. I like doing sessions. I like busting it. 
I also like going on riders retreats and kind of being on our, um, you know, I don't really feel like writing right now. Let's go fishing. Yeah. (laughs) I don't feel like singing a vocal right now. Let's go do something else and get inspired and look for that next level idea hook. Mm -hmm. And all the great ideas come from real life stuff anyways. Like I was, we got home yesterday from Georgia. We were doing some acoustic video shots and some, taking some pictures at Brittany's family's farm. And, um, we got back to Florida and we had taken my truck in the airstream and there's red clay on my truck and we were about to go hit the beach and I go, you know, from the red clay to the white sand. And I was like, probably gonna have to write that <laughs> exactly. so just like, that's, that's how it happens you know you're looking for authentic things and yeah. but back to that you know not writing having to write everything I love that there's there's a different kind of pressure that's off mm-hmm. when you're open-minded like that and exactly. I think it's great I think like if if that's a goal of an artist like it was mine and like to write all your stuff I think that's dope too because I think that's really relatable and I love that hustle I love that heart mm-hmm. and some people are just built different and I and I think that's I think it's I think either way is cool that's awesome. And I mean, like when you think about this song, I was just thinking like you were talking about taking the time to write this and not rush to put a single out. I mean, talk about like getting a good sign that you picked a good one, being the number one most added song in country radio. I feel really good, right? Like for anybody who doesn't know, there's always like a, a deadline or a date kind of that the, a song ships to country radio and everybody starts to play it. Yep. And you had the top one of the it week. Was, it was really unexpected. I mean, I, I felt really confident in the song and and felt like we were going to have a big week had no idea i mean i was literally just we were we were down home in florida and uh me and Brittany were just kind of fishing a little bit and my phone was blowing up from some of my radio reps like bro you just got number one most added it really i was like (laughs) no freaking way like i was really just like damn you know i I, I didn't expect that i expect it in a humble way to do well i want it to do well well on the team the team's all in like the whole team loves it and Mm -hmm. fans that have heard it have loved it that even before it was out so fingers crossed you know (laughs) there's a lot a long road from here but yeah, totally just um, jacked up about the response, and that was that was really special. That was I definitely celebrated that night. You gotta you gotta celebrate every every win, just about you know. That was that was something I go, babe. Time to make a time to make a rum drink. Oh my gosh, maybe two I or love three. That so much. And what else can you say about the new music that you've been working on? Because I know, like you yeah. said, you talked really passionately about like taking your time and being really creative. And now that you've got like a couple solo projects under your belt, like what do you yeah, what do you want to say with this record? <laughs> oh, that's the word. I know it's like a, so. If you guys see it, you'll notice the random hair. But no, I, I would just say. I'm just really excited about sharing more of of the music I love making, more about my life. But I I believe you know the music that I'm writing and putting out is not just for me, and mm. and not just something I'm gonna like. Hopefully, is people will grab onto it and it'll, it, it'll resonate, and they they will have it in their lives how they see fit, whether that's on a boat before they go out in the kitchen, you know, they're making a drink before they go out at night. And if they're, you know, on the beach, uh, little Sunday service in the sand or out in the country riding dirt roads, um, whatever it may be out in the honky tonk out in, you know, on the way to work in the car, you know, I, I really am proud of my first record, sunshine state of mind. And that was uh, made in the middle of COVID. Everything was shut down. And that was such a concept record in a sense of, the snapshot in time Mm -hmm. and so I'm doing that again of where I'm at but I'm also just kind of like you know it's important for me to show all sides 
yeah. on this new music. A little bit of everything. Not just one, you mm-hmm. know, and not just kind of that coastal country thing, because I'm more than that. And, and and it's also, you know, as an artist, like, to have just one or two or three albums, it's, it's hard to get to show your full self with mm-hmm. just a couple albums. So, but I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to just kind of, you know, even, even sonically, I think it's going to be, have a, a bigger sound. See next summer sounds huge. Yeah. You know, that's all intentional. You know, I, I really have, um, dug on, on where I want to take this and working with Dan Huff. He's an amazing producer, amazing guitar player. He soloed the heck out of that yeah. solo on See next summer. So yeah, there's um there's a little bit of coastal stuff, but a lot of country stuff to be honest with you. I love that. And I'm I'm just I'm really looking forward to to kind of getting it out there and we'll see what happens. Yeah, you kind of touched on this a little bit. Well, what would you say maybe you feel like you've learned about yourself in this solo part of your career now that you got a couple albums out? about the music that you know you want to make? Like, now that you've done a couple projects, like is there, is there anything you've learned that you're like, this is what I want to hone in on, like, here I am? That's a hard question, but... Well, like, you don't have to have an answer. Like, it may still, like, take some I time. I think my you know? main thing, you know, is just being, staying open-minded. Hmm. That's a good place to be. But also, like, I don't know. I don't want to go too far... You know, like, I'm, I'm really, re- really just wanting to live in this country world, yeah. in a sense. And, like... I know there can be 808s and snap tracks, and, and we've done that. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that. I've, I've been a part of that, and I love that. There can be rock guitars, you know, pr- probably not really too much. I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm open-minded, but, no, but also but good. also kind of have a clear path of kind of where I want to sit and where I want to stay, in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to, you know, that mindset, like I told my whole team, I was like, whoever y'all want me to write with, new, old, like, mm-hmm. just make me uncomfortable, in yeah. a sense. And I think that's cool. Like, it's not easy doing two days with people sometimes and when, in a world where, you know, you kind of have your crews and you kind of get in a groove of who you like writing with and, you know, and that crew can be big, but when you're doing two days for a week, week and a half, or writing for three months straight with most of the groups you're meeting, they're like new people and you're having to meet them and write mm-hmm. a song. That's a lot of energy. Yeah. Not in a bad way. It's no, just but it's like, a lot of, like, it's a lot of, like, on your social battery also, yeah, like, and yeah. creatively And to trying show up. to, like, meet somebody and understand their vibe and their style and they're mm-hmm. throwing out ideas maybe you don't like or you do like. So you never know what you're going to get, but, like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm after great songs. So, like, I think to ha- to end up t- with a great project and just something that you're super proud of and to elevate from where you've come from, you have to get uncomfortable. Hey, was there a sense. time that you kind of went into a right feeling uncomfortable or nervous about who it was with and then it turned out to be great? Yeah, not necessarily, like, who it was with, but just, yeah, there was, I remember at some point I was like, I had written so much <laughs> that I'm like, I can't wait to write, but I'm like, man, I don't have, like, the the ideas that are in my phone notes section right now suck. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope they say something that sparks something, mm-hmm. and I hope we can just get something. You know, maybe you're a little tired, or just, you're like, I, I, I'm on the hustle, but like, I'm my creative tank is, like, not full. <laughs> I feel like there's some days I show up to this radio show that I'm like, I got nothing to talk yeah, about yeah. today. So but, like, I, I think it. the thing is, like, man, it's it just been so special, these songs that I've I've, I've gotten, that I've, that I've written, just showing up and mm-hmm. trusting. You know, in some, some songs, some days you don't have anything and you get a song and it's like, man, I, we got a great song. I'm not going to record it. Maybe somebody does. But what that did was lead to the next day where you got mm-hmm. the song that you wrote that you love. Exactly. It's that, re- it's showing up. 
because I care. Yeah. And I want to show up with ideas. I want to show up inspired. I think every artist, songwriter does. Every songwriter does. And I, I would just say I'm, you know, I'm jacked about gaining even more confidence where I'm at in my writing career, artist career, just kind of like open mind, like, yo, if you, if my publisher or my manager or label wants me to get in a room with whoever, whoever, it's like, let's go. I don't, yeah. I don't need to look them up and see what they've done and how do they have, yeah, any, like do you're they not, have any hits. Yeah. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter anymore. Just trying to build something different. What I'm getting from you is like you're stripping yourself of your own ego almost. Like you're like trying to be open-minded. Yeah. You're like, I don't care that you don't have a number one. I'll write with you. Like that's yeah, exactly. what I, I feel like I'm getting. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really don't care. You know, I've seen what can happen. And it's just, um, I think Craig Wiseman, who signed us to our first publishing deal, who was a part kind of our, of our first, you know, four records or so, part of the Big Loud deal, legendary songwriter. Mm-hmm. I definitely, taking a note out of his book, I think that's definitely, I mean, that's kind of how it was with us. Like, he took a chance on on yeah. me and Tyler, and we were just songwriters trying to pay bills by painting houses and putting up bathroom stalls and detailing cars. Like, he didn't have to mm-hmm. even take the first right. I mean, he, he might have liked us, maybe maybe even if he liked us as artists, he's like, yeah, we'll just sign him, whatever. But it's like, I'm not going to spend my time writing with him. But, like, yeah. he believed he was open-minded. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him do that time and time again. There's a magic to that. I think it's important to have a crew and, like, never stop riding with who, like, you love riding with. Never stop that. Yeah. But, like, I think if you can add to that, it's you're, really you're going to add to your catalog in ways that you didn't know. Like, I've got songs in my catalog that I've been a part of writing that wouldn't exist if I hadn't done that. And I'm like, man. <laughs> so glad I did it's that. It's crazy, <laughs> you know? So, Which I want to ask you, this is on my list today, is you've written so many like big hits for other artists. What is your favorite song that you've written that was cut by another artist? I mean, I'd, I mean, one of my favorites would be Burning It Down, mm-hmm. Jason Aldean. Yeah. Um, I remember sitting sitting on my bed. I think we were living in the brew house at the time is what we called it, me, Chase, and our buddy John, <laughs> Chase Rice. And I remember I was, I was drinking Jack Daniels that night, made a drink and just had my guitar on my bed, and I was like... Just kind of saying, we're just hanging around, burning it down, sipping on some cold Jack Jack Daniels, jamming to some old Alabama with you baby laying right here naked in my bed. <laughs> and kind of just had that. And I think it was like a day or two later, we had a write with Chris Tompkins, Rodney Claus, and me and Tyler. And so I just came in. I was like, yo, this I feels some. like I these like cool little bar chords. It's like vibe I was doing. And that that was kind of what got us into that, that whole song in that day. And so I say that to say for creatives and artists, no matter what you do, whether you're an author or a painter or singer, songwriter, whatever, never stop having some alone time Yeah, to, to see what can happen. Like collaboration is definitely the key, but I also think another part of that piece of that gigantic piece of that is spending time with yourself, your creative self Mm -hmm. alone and seeing what happens. That's so important. I always say to my fiance, I'm like, I've had enough people time. I've got to go be by myself because if I don't, I can't like, I cannot recharge to like get any more. And like you said, like my best ideas will come to me like in the middle of the night, the second I lay down, like when I'm like alone with my own thoughts. Have you seen that little pin with like the meter? It's like social battery. It's like the little battery. (laughs) Zero or or you could like, I was like, I need that. That's funny. No, that's totally, I, that's I totally agree Our with that. A creative battery. <laughs> exactly. Just to let everybody know, like, I'm at zero right now. Yeah. Stay away. You're going to need to bring the heat today, okay? <laughs> that's awesome. And then this week, while we have you on the show, we're playing See You Next Summer, obviously a whole bunch, but Appreciate we're going to play that. some Thank of, you. of course, but we're also going to play some of the FGL hits, and one of the songs we're playing is Holy, and I always kind of giggle because every time I play that or I'm with somebody and I play that, they're always shocked that Holy is an acronym for High on Loving You. Yep. <laughs> and if 
I remember right, we did like a big thing when you guys dropped that and you guys also didn't realize at first that it was an acronym, right? Do you remember that? Yeah. The first time I heard it, I was like, I was like, this is awesome. It's like love song, spiritual. Yeah. Just beautiful. And I mean, I, I know this sounds stupid to say, but I thought it was like, you're holy, holy. Hi, I'm loving you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I guess I heard the demo wrong. No, no, it was no, using no, my no. bad I, ears like, on I think one. a lot of people have that reaction. But I remember, I remember, yeah. I was like, I was like, I really don't care what. I mean, it just sounds <laughs> awesome. I was like, send me the lyrics. You know, right after I was like, text our manager. I was like, give me the lyric sheet on that. I need to read this down and listen. But <laughs> yeah, so that, that song was that song was awesome. Yeah, we didn't write that song. That was an outside song. Exactly. Kind of same that same kind of mindset, same mentality. Mm-hmm. And then of course, playing cruise, which was this your first number one as a writer and performer? Yes. It was. Mm-hmm. So my question is, because you were talking about how that at that point you guys were like painting houses and stuff to pay the bills. When that went number one, like your first paycheck as an artist or as a starving artist, I would say, did you make like a memorable or like a big number one purchase? Hmm. Not huge. Well, yeah. not huge. People are either like, I paid off my student loans, I bought a car, I, or like I bought a washing Well, dryer. I did that <laughs> when we uh, when we signed our, our first deal. I definitely had like... 12 grand in credit card debt from like <laughs> get rid of that. some of that yeah yeah got rid of that immediately i was like i don't look at that again <laughs> don't want to stress about that again but i bought a k5 85 blazer um i don't even know what that is so it's just a chevy blazer okay, like yes. they don't make any make them anymore they stopped making it making them i think 88 or 89 it was two-tone blue silver Ooh. beautiful and it was a project. Like I didn't spend that much money on that mm-hmm. one because it wasn't in you know great shape. It was it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I waited like another year or so till I redid it. And I definitely redid it. <laughs> Ended up selling it, of course. But I was gonna say you're a big car guy. I feel like every time I look at your Instagram, like you got a new truck or new something, you're like kind of working on. Or yeah, like I don't have a crazy crazy collection. Probably compared to like some artists yeah. and <laughs> other people in the world. But I like moving them around. Like, yeah. I, I I do regret selling that, however. Do you know what happened to it? Or, like, where it ended up? <sighs> I sold it to a buddy who has, like, a wholesale dealership, and mm-hmm. he also has a bunch of different clients. So he, he texted me recently. He goes, damn, I should. He goes, when I bought it from you, I shouldn't have sold it. And I go, I shouldn't have <laughs> sold it to you. I feel like it could be tracked down, right? Yeah, probably. Um, I did replace it. But, so, yeah, we were... We had sold our, our farm in West Nashville. This is like in 2020. Mm-hmm. And that's where it stayed in this like little barn garage covered. And we had bought a house from some friends in Nashville that had started a house that was like kind of halfway done. But the garages weren't like covered or done. So I didn't have a garage space for it. And I wasn't going to bring it down to Florida uh. and salt it out. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big proponent of taking care of what you have and being a good steward of what you've been given. And like, you know, I know they're things, but it's like. No, Take care of what you have. That's how my that. dad and mom raised me. And so Same. I try my best. And uh, I was like, man, I don't want to pay to store it somewhere. Because yeah. then I was like, I'll never use it. So I just, I, I was like, you know, sold it to him. And I just recently replaced it in a sense with a K10 truck, Chevy 87. Tan, tan cream. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So I don't miss it. I really don't miss it. But if I think about it and look back, <laughs> I'm like, mm. Yeah, mm. that one. That's a good that's a good yeah. one though. Yeah. And then you've had such a successful career and I know how excited fans are when they get to meet you often like very starstruck. But when was the last time you had that experience? Like you met someone and you felt like kind of taken back and starstruck by someone? Ooh, I mean that that happens for sure. 
trying to think about who it would have been. Definitely, I got to see Chesney backstage and hang with him uh, after a show last year in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And we, like, know each other a little bit, you know, and, like, but I hadn't seen him in a, in a, in a minute, and I just was like, that's kind of still wild that I'm backstage with Kenny, <laughs> like, right after he got off stage pretty much, and I'm like, damn, I didn't, I didn't, I, you know, I just thought that was so cool. He's a huge inspiration on me. You know, I'd seen before, like, we, you know, before I was even, like, trying to pursue music, had seen him in concert a couple times, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like top five for me. Yeah, he really is. He's one of those people, and he also is just so, I think, comfortable at this point in his career. Like, I don't know about you, but like sometimes when I'm going out in front of the people, I have to be like, okay, turn it on. But Kenny, I feel like, walks out onto that stage and like nothing about him changes. Like, he is just like so, and then when he comes off stage, like so even keeled, same person, yeah. and puts on this amazing show. He's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He absolutely laid the hammer down in Nashville for two, two and a half, three hours, however long. I mean, it, it was just incredible. Mm-hmm. He really is so great. And then you mentioned this earlier, but you and Brittany are coming up on your 10-year yeah. wedding anniversary. Yep. I'm actually getting married next summer, a year from now. Congrats. So I'd love to know, what is your like best marriage or relationship advice that you have discovered in the last 10 years? <sighs> Let's see here. We just We have a lot of fun. You guys you know, look like you have a lot of fun. That's number one. We have a lot, we try to have a lot of fun. Like I feel like if I like lo- like looking at your Instagram from like the outside looking in, I'm like that's it. That you guys are best friends. We really are. Yeah, we really are. Um, but that that you know everything comes with work, you know. And mm-hmm. so like I'd say, you know, the first couple years of marriage, we really focused on communication and like just talking things out and just like learning to learning how to communicate not only communicating but learning how to communicate in a healthy way mm-hmm. and I, I think we've both you know we've done work separately as well on ourselves and so when, when you do yeah when you do work on your marriage and you do it as an individual like it's you're gonna win mm-hmm. and so then that comes with you know everybody says you got to grow together so like life you know we've yeah we're almost go- going on a decade of being married and some things have changed in a sense of like kind of what we've known for a large chunk of time of our marriage is not, not necessarily there anymore, mm-hmm. you know, with FGL and, and, and that. So transitioning into this new phase, you know, it's just awesome. She's like the most supportive mm-hmm. person in my life. I was going to say how like wonderful to like be in a space where like you're transitioning out of one phase of your career into the next and having someone who was there for the whole thing, who gets it and can go yeah. through it with you. Yeah. She's amazing. I mean, if I, if I worked at Blockbuster, which is awesome, I wish yeah. I think there's only one left that yeah. might have, that might have closed. But for example, you know, like mm-hmm. if I, you know, like whatever, she she would love me. Like she's just an amazing loyal human. We'll laugh at each other. Like if whatever, you just like start laughing. You know, yeah. like even if start chirping at each other, like joking around or whatever. I I recently saw this, and I feel like me and Brittany do this. You're not always, you know, social battery or mm-hmm. creative battery. You're not not always going to be at 100, just yeah. like where you're at in life. And so, like, or if you're 50-50, then you're 100, so the 100 Brene, together. Is this the Brene Brown? So the Brene yes. Brown thing. So it's like. <laughs> I watched this again the other no, day. No, I think every that's amazing. Her, every time I, I see her I think that's so true. I think that's really it's what so we try true. to do. It's like, yeah. babe, I'm I'm just exhausted or, you know, I don't I don't feel great or I'm just a little stressed or I just need some time to, to figure out the next steps in, like, my creative venture world or whatever it may be. And it's like having a partner that you can share that with that understands and, like, that can, that can pick up. Mm-hmm the slack yeah i feel like it's even good just when, to like to calibrate where you both yeah. are like having a yeah. clear like if you're at 10 and i'm at 10 like at least we both know we're at 10 yeah <laughs> to go from yeah. there yeah that 
Brene Brown. She's so good. She's, She's so amazing. Good. And then speaking of Brittany, you guys like not only this amazing couple, but also like business partners in Tribe Kelly, mm-hmm. which has done like amazing. I feel like I see you guys everywhere. Like how are things <laughs> going with that? It's going great. She's really honed in on on just like what's what's been working and doubled down on that, you know, kind of athleisure lifestyle, very comfortable mm-hmm. USA made clothing brand. And um it's kind of mom and pops, you know, like we don't have any investors. It's just, it's like, really, yeah, it's just me and her. She, she is like boss, boss. She crushes it. And we've got a great little small team and just really happy with where we're at. You know, like we're just at a really cool place. Like she could tell you like an order just came in and like on her email and be like, oh yeah, it's so-and-so they live in Virginia or whatever. Like she is like, she's in it. She's in it. Wow. And we have a great customer service, which we're really proud of. Mm -hmm. Um, A great, a great community of consumers and fans and like. It's really connected. I think the USA Made thing is huge. I think the, you know, she's worked really hard on like our our butter sweats, which have become oh yeah, everybody always popular. talks about buttery stuff. Super comfy, <laughs> the butter technology. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. And then you've got a huge week this week with CMA Fest. Talk a little bit about some of the things you're gonna be doing and what you're excited about. Yeah, shoot, I should look at my calendar because it's quite a bit. No, yeah. it's uh, I've got a performance with Sirius XM. Got one with uh, with Boot Barn at the Hard Rock. Yeah, I saw you gonna be over the Spotify Hard Rock. House at Old Red. I've got a Billboard thing tonight. That'll be super fun. Uh, a little with Hard Rock. Did panel. you ever? I feel like a lot of artists always talk about how they played the Hard Rock. Like at some point, did you guys ever play in there? Like when you were coming up playing shows? No, there's like a tiny stage in there. I wasn't sure if that would. No, but I saw Dallas Davidson do a songwriting round there one time, and I was like, "This is freaking awesome!" Yeah. I thought that was like one of the coolest things ever. Yeah, he he was, uh, and I think maybe Scotty Emmerich was was next to him. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a, it was an awesome round. Well, that'll be a great ago. week for you to connect, see fans this week. That'll be awesome. I am so thankful for you being so generous with your time. It Thanks was really for having great me. Great to see I, you. I appreciate the support. So excited to hear the new music and congrats on see you next summer already. Like thank on a roll. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. Brian Kelly, thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 